So we talked about consistency in a previous video, but to really be able to unlock the power of consistency is that you need to be able to have focus. And without focus, you don't really have a shot at staying consistent. Now the key to focus is knowing your own values, knowing what to look at, knowing what to pay attention to. And you need to have a value system that you've recognized and acknowledged to be true, at least for the time being, in order to be able to determine what to focus on because otherwise your focus is going to be all over the place. By far, the most important focus is to focus on yourself. You have to map out the world around you in terms of how it's relevant to you. It's also one of the most difficult things to do and embrace because it's humbling and potentially embarrassing to focus on minuscule small steps that so many other people seem to have under control, but you don't. It takes humility and patience to actually say, you know, this is what I need to face right now. This is what I need to do. And it doesn't matter whether I'm a thousand miles behind everyone else. This is what I need to focus on right now to make progress so that tomorrow or next week or next month or next year, I can do what I couldn't do today. You will need to ask yourself, is it more important that I progress with this thing and that I move forwards to the bigger ultimate goals that I'm actually after? Or do I want to protect my ego in the here and now and maintain and uphold this illusion that I want other people to have of me so that I can be accepted or approved of at some sort of a level. And ultimately there is going to be a point where you have to ask yourself, what matters to me more? Is it the short-term acceptance and pleasure that I can experience in the here and now? Or am I willing to sacrifice that for something bigger and better that might exist in the future. So the key to being able to focus on things that bring growth in the here and now and at a consistent basis is the ability to compare yourself to yourself. And many of us have heard a lot of sayings that reflect that sort of the same mentality. Like, today I do what I have to do so that tomorrow I can do what I want to do, or that there's no nobility in being superior to your fellow man, but to be superior to your former self. It's all the same thing, all different aspects of the same concept. And this brings us back to focus. You have to guide yourself to pay attention to the things that facilitate action that facilitate growth. So to be able to compare yourself to yourself, 
quite naturally, there has to be an element of shutting out the things that don't serve you in a given moment. And you don't do that because those other perspectives aren't true. They might very well be true, but they don't facilitate what you need to get done in the here and now. Nothing's going to change the fact that you are where you are. And nothing's going to change the fact that there's only a certain set of things that you can and should do in the here and now. And nothing's going to change the fact that you either do those or you don't, and you either move forward or you don't. It's not that other people's success is irrelevant. It's that it doesn't serve you in any way in those smaller moments when you need to move forward. Being aware of other people's success and what other people are doing is very, very important because it tells you where you are. It helps you map out uh, a more realistic picture of the world, of reality. And once you do that, then you have some sort of an idea of where you are. You have some sort of a point of origin, which is where you are right now. And with that knowledge of where other people are and what they're doing and how they're doing it, then you can map out a trajectory and you can follow that and you can actually move forward instead of blindly following and chasing some sort of vague goals as they come and go past you. And you need to define what your definition of happiness or success is. There's no one else who can do that for you because there are thousands of ways to be successful. Ultimately, what matters is that you have the capacity and the capability to actually authentically define what that means. And once you can do that, then you can map out where you actually are and your trajectory, and then you can pursue that. And on that journey, you're going to have multiple occasions where what you're doing doesn't seem to make sense in the eyes of other people. And it might not make sense to you. Intuitively, you feel like you're supposed to be doing something else because things aren't amazing or, or glorious or they don't resemble what you saw someone else do. And you can easily find yourself in a position where you're not quite sure of whether what you're doing is right or wrong. You always want to be reverse engineering from the end point towards where you are right now. And when you do that, you're going to find that many of the moments and many of the things you need to do are far from what you thought they were like. They're not glorious. They're not pleasant. It's not comfortable. But whatever you need to do right now to move forward, that's what you need to do right now. So once you have your vision, once you have your focus, now is the time to compare yourself to who you are right now and who you were yesterday. Every single day, extremely practically speaking, 
there's always something that you can do that takes you forward towards that direction. And I know it's, it might sound inspirational, might sound motivational, and great, great if it does. But I'll, I also don't want to be unrealistic about it. And you shouldn't be either. Because when we hear that, we see this romanticized and glorified idea in our head. But in truth, in reality, the steps we take on a daily basis to be superior to our former self, to be better than what we were yesterday, often those steps are tiny. They can be minuscule. And that's okay because life is difficult. Life is challenging. And when we think about these sort of things, we have this ridiculously glorified and overinflated idea of what that means. And usually the biggest reason why people lose faith in concepts like being superior to your former self or comparing yourself only to yourself is that they try and push themselves in ways that are unrealistically sustainable. And instead of asking, what did I do wrong? Or what could I improve so that I could do this thing? They write it off and they say, Oh, it doesn't work. It's not realistic. It's not achievable. So oftentimes we bite far too much compared to what we can actually chew. So comparing yourself to yourself and being better than you were yesterday, a big part of it is actually maintaining what you have already now so that you don't allow what you've already built to deteriorate. So really being superior to your former self is largely about maintenance work. It's about upkeeping what you have and then adding bricks on top of that. Because if you try and add too much, then the foundation can crumble and fall. A big part of it is not to fall into further decay and to upkeep and maintain what you already have going well for yourself. There's always fluctuations in, in what we do. You have good times and you have bad times. And really the key in many cases is, can you be consistent with it? And more often than not, based on what I've observed, the people who are successful in a, in a long-term way are the ones who can endure the darkness the most not only about how good the good times can be, but it's also how good can you make the dark times. So maintain what you have, be mindful of it, be grateful for it, nurture it, fix it, repair it, and build on top of it however you can. Doesn't matter if it's a minor, minuscule step that is still keeping you on the positive. And the effects of that are gonna exponentially compound into the future. As I've talked about consistency and momentum before, the value of that can't be overstated. And 
I would take 360 days of tiny, tiny bits of being on the positive than I would take 150 days of, of extreme crushing, but then have the rest of it be utter shit. I know it can be crushing to look at what other people do and be in awe of their success and, and glory. And looking at that and then looking at yourself and seeing that there's a massive void between the two, it can be crushing, it can be depressing and crippling, but ultimately nothing's gonna change the fact that you are where you are. Nothing is gonna change the fact that you always have just a certain set of things that you know you should be doing and things that you can be doing and that you always have an option of either pursuing those things, doing or not doing. And that's the true state of reality. And you can either embrace it and learn to love it and through that realize that this life is actually malleable. That there are things that I can do. I can't get everything I want, but there's always something I can do to make things better. And the power of that is immense. And if you can turn that into momentum, then it's going to uncover the truth of how much you can actually change your life for the better. And if you don't accept those things, it's very easy to become bitter and resentful, not only towards other people, but life itself. And I really don't wish that to be the case for anyone because nothing good comes out of it. And even if there's validity in that perspective, because there are a ton of absurd, crazy things that are happening that could easily not be happening. Even if that's true, nothing's gonna change the fact that there's always some sort of actuality in front of you that you need to contend with in order to move forwards. I realize this is a huge, huge topic. There's far more that I'd like to talk about and go deeper into, but hopefully this has served as an introduction to the concept. Finished.